I don't know. I'm rambling, Serena. I, I guess that's I the name of the podcast. It's very yeah. Funny. I know. I know. Look at me, man. I'm fitting in. What it is, what it do. This is Rambling, your Rams podcast that gives you the team and news around the NFL. I'm your host and team reporter, Serena Morales, coming at you from a Wi-Fi source near you. I first and foremost want to say I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy as we all get through this state of emergency. As the Rams continue to work remotely, we want to keep you up to date on NFL free agency. And to help with that, I bring in my fellow Syracuse Newhouse alum, my NFL compadre, my red zone calling amigo. He's been covering all the changes taking place in the league and doing it with sanitized hands. Andrew Siciliano, welcome back to the pod. Serena, good to hear from you. I hope everyone uh, by you and your family is good. I uh, I hope the same for you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Let's get to it, huh? Because uh, very recently, Todd Gurley, TG, and the Rams, they parted ways. Uh, TG's been with the team for five seasons, been a huge contribution to this team. Just curious, what are your initial thoughts on, on this girl leaving? Hate to see him go. Um, he has given the Rams five pretty damn special years uh, and I, I hate to see him go with look not 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 the way it happened I mean this is a, a, a cold hard business and as Todd uh, tweeted at uh, Dion today responding to Dion Sanders man it's not personal it is a business about his tweet was funny about getting fired while quarantined and his day off was pretty funny as well I give him credit for that um but I, I, I hate to I hate to have like the NFL Twitter world sitting there waiting for the press release at 20 before four o'clock in the East, which is the close of business for those who don't know for any NFL day where you have to make transactions that are contractually required. And bam, there it is just the one line. Now, of course the Rams, obviously, um, you know, the video pieces and the thank yous and the tributes, all that were were well done and classy, but they had to get the word out 20 minutes before that deadline. We're going to release them. He's, he hasn't been the same guy, obviously, the last, what, 16 games this past year, and you would argue three games. And he, look, the, the, the Todd Gurley we saw in the Cowboys game, the win of the Coliseum of the playoffs on their run to the NFC Championship and eventually mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, that Todd Gurley was awesome. We haven't seen that Todd Gurley since that game. We just haven't. We, we didn't see it in New Orleans where obviously he had a couple of uh, plays he'd like to have back in the first quarter against the Saints, and we never really saw him again in the NFC Championship game. We didn't see much of him clearly in the Super Bowl, although I still go back and say, what if, what if, to that 20-yard gain he had on that fourth-quarter drive when they're trying to rally against the pit. No, they didn't have to rally at that point, Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, whatever the score was, and John Sullivan got called for, can I curse, a BS holding. <laughs> and uh, that was like, that was kind of it for like that last great memory. 
he certainly had his moments last year. I don't know. I'm rambling, Serena. I, I guess I, the name of the is rambling. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Look at me, man. I'm sitting in. I, I guess, I guess I'm not surprised. I had just kind of hoped there would be a way to make it work for one more year, just to see if he could find that magic again. For sure. I think you and a lot of Rams fans, and hey, the guy was very good at finding the red zone, uh, and and he will be missed. Uh, I personally love tweeting about him <laughs> on every girl sort of thing I could make. Yeah, of course. Day, so, uh, TG, also a very good teammate. A lot of uh, guys in the locker room um, will be sad to see him go. So Absolutely. And, and let's say this, too, before we, we, we move on, not to hijack your podcast here, but Todd, <laughs> You know, I've had the privilege of working with Todd the last couple of years um, for uh, the Taste of the Rams and and all the work that he has done um, for the LA Regional Food Bank here. And just because he was standoffish on the podium and it has gotten worse and worse, and honestly, it made me uncomfortable sometimes, his demeanor on the podium recently. Um, I think he got sick of all the questions and he got sick of, his lack of playing time and it's just you know from being there the tension was was palpable um he he was still a great guy in the community and he was as you say a good teammate in that locker room but he was i think a good teammate in the community as well here in los angeles and that goes back to st louis as well so let, let's as as much as those press conferences were painful and at times um, it was painful to see all the cutaways on the sideline this past year of him just standing there. Um, he was still a great guy in the community. Absolutely. Great guy in the community. Great teammate. A few other teammates. According to reports, the team is also going to keep both offensive linemen. we got Austin Blythe and Andrew Whitworth. They're both coming back. Now, first you got Big Whit. He's 38 years old. He's heading into his 15th season. And yet he is still one of the most reliable guys out there. And then with Austin Blythe heading into his fifth season, he's shown, I mean, he's got versatility, right? Like just last season, he held it down at both right guard and center. I assume somewhere there is a smiling Jared Goff right now. Would, would you approve of this message? Absolutely. Uh, his versatility is huge because he can start at multiple positions and uh, you don't no, I mean, Brian Allen obviously is coming back for the injury. Um, Joe Nopoop is coming back from the injury. It, to me, these were the no-brainer moves. The big question is, A, what do you do in the draft? And, and B, probably, you might want to flip these, B should be ahead of A here. <laughs> Can Brian Allen and Joe Nopoop come back healthy and play well? They both yeah. had their moments, good and bad, last year. They need to come back, be healthy, and prove that they can play. And the same goes for Edwards and Evans last year's tackles. Obviously, health is not nearly the same concern as to the other guys, as for the other guys, but they need to continue to improve because as much as we want to blame Todd Gurley, we all know there were issues with that offensive line as well. But bringing back Whitworth and Blythe, I think um, – they were the no-brainer moves. And the, put it this way, those are the moves that if they didn't happen, I think would have been a bit of a punch to the gut because you knew there'd be so many losses on defense. You would hope for a little bit of continuity and a little bit of, uh, of a sign that says, hey, at least we're not losing these guys. 
Totally. And you said we lost some guys on defense. According to reports, the Rams are also adding former Lions defensive tackle Ashawn Robinson and former Bears pass rusher Leonard Floyd to their rosters. However, yes, in addition to Todd Gurley, there are a number of other players not returning to the Rams next season, including Dante Fowler, Corey Littleton, Michael Brockers, Nikel Roby-Coleman, and Clay Matthews. So here you have this big platter, Andrew Siciliano. How do you see the Rams filling all those roles, my friend? Please be GM. Let's need for one moment. <laughs> there, there are holes. Here's, here's what I think. I, here's my message to the fans. It looks bad, and to be quite frank, it is bad. However, not everything is fixed over a 72-hour period in free agency. There is a second wave of free agency. There will be, and granted, there are a lot of things up in the air now with the coronavirus. There will be a third wave of free agency, hopefully during training camp as well, when good players come free from other teams. And then there is the draft. So, quote-unquote, winning free agency is not the only determining factor in how your season will go. Um, Michael Brockers, I think you thought it was inevitable. I think most people did that he would be gone. It's hard to see him go because here's another St. Louis guy. A, B, he's the, uh, he was Les Snead's first pick. Mm-hmm. First Les Snead draft pick. He was a great teammate. He was reliable. He was versatile. He played nearly every position on that defensive line. And I think he still has a lot of good football. Ashawn Robinson is younger and a very good player. I think Rams fans are going to like Ashawn Robinson. Leonard Floyd, to be blunt, is rolling the dice here. This guy who had four years at 18 and a half sacks. He was the ninth overall pick and really has not done a lot. So that is a gamble. They think it's a gamble at the right price, and they hope that they are buying low and that they can take, and they're not the first team to think we can take somebody else's first-round draft pick that didn't work and then make him work here. Here's hoping they can make him work, but that's really what Leonard Floyd is. Gotcha. Well, the breakdown from the best. Um, I'm going to turn quickly over to a segment called What Makes Me Happy. Because okay. As someone that I, I, you know, I just like to be happy, right? That's that's something we can all take right now. Um, and I would like to take a moment to shine some light on a few guys who who done good. Siciliano, Andrew okay. Whitworth, and Jared Goff. You you retweeted this actually. They announced that they're going to team up with the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank to aid Angelinos in need by funding two million meals. That's two hundred fifty thousand dollars in donations. Um, would love to get any further comments on it. I saw you retweeted the news. I've also seen a number of athletes really step up and donate significant amounts of money during this time in need. Yeah, I think it's it's a great cause, and I think it's well done by those two guys, and I think it's continuing a trend, one that can give us all some hope by so many athletes, whether it is giving back to the community, whether it is... um, Donating. Kevin Love, I think, was the first one who really did it. Kevin Love, yeah. a basketball player in Cleveland, who said he's going to donate a hundred grand to the workers at the arena there in Cleveland. I can't remember what they call it now. I think Quicken Loans. I'm not sure. Quicken. Whatever it's called. Yep, the Q. The Q. The Q. <laughs> for um, the workers who are now all at work, uh, the people working concessions, the ushers, yeah. the ticket takers, the whomever who 
you know, as you know, from working at the Coliseum every day and working in stadiums your whole career, all the people behind the scenes that the fans never see that make the building work. So what Jared and Andrew Whitworth are doing continues that trend that Kevin Love started. And there are so many people around us where all of us live that are flat out out of work because they work in restaurants and the restaurants are closed or they work um, at some other kind of business that has been shut down or whose sales are so far down because we're all staying inside that they're getting laid off. And those are people living paycheck to paycheck. And those are the people that go to food banks. So good for them. Um, I would also encourage people, and this is just me speaking um, as, you know, yours truly concerned citizen, that if you're going to make a donation, consider donating. To, I don't know where to go for it. I can't give you good information. I'm sorry. But there are doctors and hospitals and people on the front line of this fight right now that don't have enough masks and gowns and medical supplies. We got to find a way to donate to them and help them as well. Yeah. Um, so what Whitworth and Goff are doing is fantastic, and I love the fact that the Rams are going to do a virtual telethon with our new TV partner, ABC Seven. Yeah. Um, so that's as cute as it is to see Gail Godot sing "Imagine," which I thought was awesome. It actually kind of got me choked up. Um, not just because I have this, you know, obsession with her. She's Superwoman. <laughs> she's Superwoman. I mean, for Pete's sake. If a guy sitting in his house can't, you know, anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, how yeah, about, well done. How about some news from around the NFL? Um, this is a nice shocker to see while we're all home. Tom Brady, no longer going to be a Patriot. 20 years, one organization. He's moving on to Tampa Bay. And so for football fans, this is weird. For all of us, this is weird. But what do you think will be the weirdest part of this whole change? Well, uh, let's go bigger picture here for a second. So the old, what if I told you? Like, so what if I told you, Serena, a year ago? Todd mm -hmm. Gurley would be cut. Tom Brady would be a buccaneer. Cam Newton would, on the, would be on the verge of getting cut. Philip Rivers would be a cult. And oh, by the way, the NBA Major League Baseball, the NCAA Tournament, the Masters would all be canceled. What? Well, isn't this quite the news? <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the week. I, I never yeah. thought. I mean, look, if you had told me a year ago, honestly, that this is Tom Brady's last year, I would have said, yeah, I see it. I totally believe mm -hmm. it. I absolutely can see it now i never would have imagined him with a with a growling pirate on the side of his helmet not okay. in a million years but the i Patriots think not know. have growls are they not like Argh. no i mean they they have the the patriots snapping the ball between his legs like the old steve grogan helmet every now and then <laughs> when they go throwback but right. i think i think he's going there for a couple of reasons number one uh, they have weapons in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and O.J. Howard. Uh, their defense statistically was bad last year, but the last month it was a lot better. But I also think it's because of Bruce Arians, who mm -hmm. has worked with Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger and Andrew Luck and Carson Palmer, and they have all flourished. They're also all very good quarterbacks in their own right, but Bruce Arians is the coach that people love playing for. And that's not a shot at Anthony Lynn. It's not saying he didn't go to the Chargers because Anthony Lynn is a guy that no one wants to play for. Quite the opposite. 
But Bruce Arians and quarterbacks, there's a connection there. And I think that really made this happen. Plus the fact that, you know, Tom's son from his first marriage lives in New York. Um, they've been an East Coast family for years now, despite the fact he's originally from the Bay Area. Um, I, the challenge is, and I hate the who has more pressure conversation. conversation that, that's like, I like your TV the, voice for that, though. That's great. <laughs> I, I will change the channel anytime a TV network has the who has more pressure topic bar. <laughs> I mean, it's a... I'll be watching NFL Network for you. Oh, no, I, I, I will not allow that during any show that I'm on. Not that I have that much executive power, but I, I make it known in meetings, believe me. Um, okay. Who's got more pressure here? Or who who wants to show the other one they can win without the other one more, Brady or Belichick? Does it put Tampa on the map now? Oh, yeah, they're on the map. Oh, yeah. Oh, not yeah. only are they on the map, I mean, no team has ever played a Super Bowl in its own building. You yeah. have teams play Super Bowls in their own backyard, like yeah. the Rose Bowl or Stanford Stadium, but you've never had a team play a Super Bowl in its own building. Well, Super Bowl's in Tampa this year. It sure is. Fire the Kings. Although we were in Miami. It was a rainy one. Um, quick thing. I'd love to, to get uh, your thought on this. When I say 40 is the new 30, you say Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yes. Um, well, Frank Gore's going to be 38, too. Well, guys up in this no, league. No running back should be playing at 38, but he's still finding a way. Adrian Peterson, you know, looks like he's the bionic man, <laughs> which he might be for all I know. And I was like, who's to say he's not? Everything yeah, else exactly. is listed in this year that we were unexpecting has happened. So right. when he's like, guys, just want to let you know on the bionic man. Um, with that, I'd like to turn things over to Serena's social segment. Hashtag. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Uh, there's been a lot of Netflix and chill going on these days. And as a man who loves to consume media, very quickly, give me your top three binge-worthy yada yadas. Ooh, and I can give you question. mine. Like Ozark <laughs> is coming back out. Very excited yeah. about that. Do you want to know my favorite shows or the shows I'm watching now? Oh, I mean, can, let's keep it recent. What do you... Okay. What are you watching well, these days? So I, 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 I didn't finish a lot of stuff like from past seasons. So like I, I'm now wrapping up Westworld season two as Westworld Ooh. season three opens. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I just, I'm caught up to date on Curb. Oh, very good. That's, that's a good one. Curb is one of those shows where if by chance you haven't watched, which I doubt you are among one of those people, but if you haven't, you can go back to season one and it's as good as it gets. If you want, like, binge shows that maybe not the average person watches, which I recommend highly, and I believe there's a new season coming out, Bosch on Amazon. Oh, there's a, a random one you throw it's out It's a there. random one, but it's amazing. It's all off a John Connolly book. It, uh, it's about an L.A. police detective in the Hollywood division, so, like, kind of downtown-ish, Hollywood-ish. And if you are at Angelino or you were maybe like myself, 
been here 20 years or you, Serena, how many, what, four or five years now? Uh, oh, yeah, forever. <laughs> okay. The, like, it is a real L.A. show. I mean, and it, it's not like what an outsider views of, it's not entourage, let's put it that way. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, that's it, helpful. It, and I love entourage, but it, it was a, it was like an Instagram-worthy show before Instagram. Does that make sense? <laughs> that's good I like that Bosh, this is more of a, a grittier LA show about an amazing homicide detective and once you start watching you're never going to turn it off Bosh Boom. okay Bosh it is uh, I mentioned Ozark I also just rewatched Shawshank I feel like just getting back to the classics they're helpful for guys And that's great notable I started watching 100 Humans on Netflix don't it's know like it. this test where they bring in a hundred humans and they kind of like analyze uh, how humans process uh, each other. Like, mm-hmm. do, do you get uh, arrested uh, more likely to be arrested if you're good looking or not so good looking? Like weird stuff like that. Like, do are people more attracted if, if they're good dancers? And they bring a hundred humans to help us figure those answers out. Very fascinating. So. Those are my recommendations. Also. Ooh, McMillions. I put that. Okay. Um, I'm going to end this with say what? Uh, just a quote that I heard from either a player or a coach somewhere from around the NFL. And given its recency, I'm giving this to head coach Tom McVay on Todd Gurley. He said, I would like to thank Todd for his many contributions to the Rams on and off the field since I have been here. He has meant a lot to my growth as a coach and leader. And he will always be remembered as one of the all-time great Rams. I wish him nothing but the best. Ceciliana, you got anything to add on that? All-time great Rams? I, I think Sean's statement about he's meant a lot to my development as a coach mm. uh, is, is sincere. Yeah. I think he understands that the way his first two years as Rams head coach and all the success that came with it could not have happened without Todd Gurley. And uh, that goes for everybody. Look, not one player is bigger than the team. And that those first two years, that offense was almost unstoppable at times. And it wasn't just Todd Gurley. It was Brandon Cooks and it was Robert Woods and it was Jared Goff and it was everyone else involved, certainly. Uh, But Todd Gurley was the engine. And, uh, yeah, I think Sean means it. That's not just coach speak. Absolutely. Well, that's it. That's another episode of Ramblin' in the books. Rams fans, don't forget, if you want more All Things Rams, we've got another Rams podcast led by J.B. Long called Rams Revealed. He just interviewed some of our new coaches, including the new OC, DC, and special teams coordinator. You can listen to those and more all on podcast platforms. Until then, please stay safe and healthy, my friends.